You're listening to the Reformational Anglican Podcast, the podcast that delves into the riches of Reformational Anglicanism for the good of the church today. I'm your host today, Sam Pilo, and today I'm going to be reading for you the first part of homily number four, which is the homily on faith. The homily was written by Thomas Cranmer, and in it Cranmer wants to, to differentiate between uh, false faith, faith that's simply a historic affirmation of the realities of of scripture, the realities of the gospels. She says, quoting James says, like the faith that the demons have, uh, or even faith that, uh, while it seems orthodox, is undermined by godless living. Instead, Cranmer wants to contrast that with true and lively faith, which bears fruit in uh, godly living, in good deeds and love towards God and neighbour. The first coming to God, good Christian people, is through faith, where, as it is declared in the last sermon, we are justified before God. Unless anyone should be deceived for lack of right understanding of this, it is diligently to be noted that faith is spoken of in the scripture in two different ways. There is one faith, which in scripture is called a dead faith, which brings forth no good works, but is idle, barren, and unfruitful. And this faith, by the holy apostle St. James, is compared to the faith of devils which believe God to be true and just, and tremble for fear, yet they do nothing well but everything evil. And such a manner of faith have the wicked and naughty Christian people, which confess God, as St. Paul says, with their mouth, but deny him in their deeds, being abominable and without the right faith, and good works as evidence. And this faith is a persuasion and belief in man's heart, whereby he knows that there is a God, and agrees unto all the truth of God's most holy word contained in the holy scriptures, so that it consists only in believing in the word of God, that it is true. And this is not properly called faith, but as he that reads Christ's commentaries, believing the same to be true, has thereby a knowledge of Christ's life and notable acts, because he believed in the history of Christ. Yet it is not properly said that he believes in Christ, to whom he looks for no help nor benefit. Even so, he that believes that all that is spoken of of God in the Bible is true, and yet lives so ungodly that he cannot look to enjoy the promises and benefits of God, although it may be said that such a man has a faith and belief in the words of God, yet it is not properly said that he believes in God, or has such a faith and trust in God whereby he may surely look for grace, mercy, and everlasting life at God's hand, but rather for indignation and punishment according to the merits of his wicked life. For as it is written in a book, entitled to be of Didymus Alexandrinus, for as much as faith without works is dead, it is not now faith, as a dead man is not now a man. This dead faith, therefore, is not the sure and substantial faith which saves sinners. Another faith there is in Scripture which is not, as the aforesaid faith, idle, unfruitful, and dead, but works by love, as St. Paul declared. Just as the other vain faith is called a dead faith, so may this be called a quick or lively faith. And this is not only the common belief of the articles of our faith, but it is also a true trust and confidence in the mercy of God through Jesus Christ our Lord, and a steadfast hope of all good things to be received at God's hand, and that although we, through infirmity or temptation of our ghostly enemy, do fall from him through sin, yet if we return again to him by true repentance, that he will forgive and forget our offences for his son's sake our Saviour Jesus Christ, and will make us inheritors with him of his everlasting kingdom, and that in the meantime, until his kingdom come, 
He will be our protector and defender in all perils and dangers, whatever happens. And that, though sometimes he does send us sharp adversity, yet that evermore he will be a loving father to us, correcting us for our sin, but not withdrawing his mercy finally from us. If we trust in him and commit ourselves wholly to him, hang only upon him and call upon him, ready to obey and serve him. This is the true, lively and unfeigned Christian faith. And it is not in the mouth and outward profession only, but it lives and stirs inwardly in the heart. And this faith is not without hope and trust in God, nor without the love of God and of our neighbours, nor without the fear of God, nor without the desire to hear God's word and to follow the same in eschewing evil and gladly doing all good works. This faith, as St Paul describes it, is the sure ground and foundation of the benefits which we ought to look for and to trust to receive of God, a certain and sure looking for them, although they do not yet appear to our senses. And after, he says, he that comes to God must believe both that he is and that he is a merciful rewarder of well-doers. And nothing commends good men unto God so much as this assured faith and trust in him. Of this faith, three things are specially to be noted. First, that this faith does not lie dead in the heart, but is lively and fruitful in bringing forth good works. Second, that without it no good works can be done that shall be acceptable and pleasant to God. Third, what manner of good works they be that this faith brings forth. For the first, just as the light cannot be hid but will show forth itself at one place or another, so a true faith cannot be kept secret, but when occasion is offered it will break out and show itself by good works. And as the living body of a man ever exercises such things as belong to a natural and living body, for nourishment and preservation of the same, as he has need and opportunity and occasion. Even so, the soul that has a lively faith in it will be doing always some good work, which shall declare that it is living and will not be idle. Therefore, when men hear in the scriptures such high commendations of faith, that it makes us pleasing to God, causes us to live with God and to be children of God, if then they fantasize that they are set at liberty from doing all good works, and may live as they lust, they trifle with God and deceive themselves. And it is a manifest token that they are far from having the true and lively faith, and also far from knowing what true faith means. For the very sure and lively Christian faith is not only to believe all things of God, which are contained in Holy Scripture, but it is also an earnest trust and confidence in God that he does regard us and that he is careful over us as the Father is careful over the child whom he loves and that he will be merciful to us for his only son's sake, and that we have our Saviour Christ as our perpetual advocate and priest, in whose only merits, oblation and suffering, we do trust that our offences are continually washed and purged, whenever we, truly repenting, do return to him with our whole heart, steadfastly determining within ourselves, through his grace, to obey and serve him in keeping his commandments, and never to turn back again to sin. Such is the true faith that scripture does so much commend, that when it sees and considers what God has done for us, is also moved through continual assistance of the Spirit of God to serve and please him, to keep his favour, to fear his displeasure, to continue as his obedient children, showing thankfulness again by observing and keeping his commands, and that freely, chiefly for the sake of true love, and not for dread of punishment or love of temporal reward, considering how clearly without deserving we have received his mercy and pardon freely.
this true faith will show forth itself and cannot long be idle, for it is written, The just man lives by his faith. He never sleeps nor is idle when he ought to awaken and be well occupied. And God, by his prophet Jeremiah, says that he is a happy and blessed man who has faith and confidence in God. He is like a tree set by the waterside, which spreads his roots abroad toward the moisture and does not fear the heat when it comes. His leaf will be green and will not cease to bring forth his fruit. Even so, faithful people, putting away all fear of adversity, will show forth the fruit of their good works, as occasion is offered to do them. Thank you.